You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. What does Colgate mean by live life to the brightest? Could it be a rich glass of red sipped inside a Parisian cafe on a snowy night when my gaze is met by a tall, mysterious... I mean, brushing is directed with Colgate Optic White Pro Series Toothpaste gives you a visibly whiter smile in just three days so you can live life to the brightest and finish that glass without worrying about teeth stains. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. the official Broadwaysted podcast where we're drunk on theater. I'm your host Brian Plofsky and we've got quite the guest on tap today. Mm. We didn't even have to shuffle off to Buffalo to flap our way into your hearts. We're only 100 something blocks north of 42nd Street so don't turn it off as we always look on the bright side of life. Anything goes here today as we tap your troubles away. We're putting on the Ritz for our guest because we're crazy for her. But- <laughs> But first, joining us there are the usual star tars, including. Star tar? <laughs> That's her 11 o'clock number in Dames at Sea. Star tar? Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I did not remember that that was the name of that. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was like a Star Wars thing. I was into it. I was like, I'm a star tar. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Those lyrics are not really memorable, but the dance break is. <laughs> How is my number? Literally, the dance break. Literally, it's like, I'm, I'm a star tar, you're a tar star, <laughs> and dance break for 45 minutes. <laughs> so joining us today are Kevin, step heel, heel step Jager. Yeah, I could not do that, but I like the, the terminology. Uh, our game master and unofficial babysitter for the hour, Kimberly Cooper. Hello, welcome to my home. Oh, we're in Kimberly's home. Uh, and with us today is a guest who you've probably seen in the last couple years on Broadway, dancing her face off in On the Town, Dames at Sea, and currently as, I don't know how to say this word, Janene Dots. <laughs> Jenny Any Dots. Janene Dots. not grow up with cats the way that I did, and I'm so sorry. I don't like Janene Dots. What's your name? Janene Dots. A.K.A. Neil. I love that that's where your brain went to. Janene Dots. Your ears are way cooler. She actually is. I want to see that dance. That tap dance is her germ or not germ. Her coat off. A.K.A. The old Gumby Cat. That was right. The oldest cat. <laughs> oh, we'll get to that. But you guessed it. That's from cats. <laughs> Let's give a big Broadway to welcome to friend of the show. Friend of the, friend show, of the show. Eloise Crump. Welcome. Thank you. 
Thanks for joining us. The hottest new name of 2017, Janene Dot. Janene Dot. Cheers. Cheers to Janene Dot. Janene Dot. Cheers. Well, you can follow Eloise on Twitter and Instagram, and I highly recommend Instagram. At Eloise Krupp, it's her full name. Um, her Instagram story makes my day better. It makes my day better. Too. <laughs> but let's just start. What are we, what are we drinking? What are we drinking? What have we been drinking? Well, it's clear that we have some. Yes. I, since oh, they're we're all, at my house, I poured some as we were sitting. They're all up. in fancy tin cups. They look like the little things I like got baptized with, and then they bronzed them. They're the Moscow Mule cups. They, yeah. Moscow were you baptized with a Moscow Mule cup? Were you a Moscow Mule? No, I'm Catholic. Yes. Oh, yeah. are, you, are you Catholic? Anybody yes. else? Catholic. Yes. Yeah, and so you know how you have these little cups, and they, they like, don't the, the baptismal cup, they gave it to you, and it looks like a Moscow Mule cup. Anyway, we're drinking out of bronze bands. Sorry, shoes. I don't know why I went on that crazy day. <laughs> no, I love it. It's great. It'll be yeah, I'm having, um, I'm having whiskey tincture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm having tequila on the rocks. I have a gin and ginger. I have whiskey on the rocks. Yes. Cheers. 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 So, how are you the oldest cat? So do you feel like you've been typecast yeah. as the old cat? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no. No, we talked well, about well, Leslie. We, we talked about this with Leslie because she probably got mad at me about it because yep. when cats came up, I was like, oh my gosh, Leslie, you need to go in. There's a cat just for you that's a funny character cat mm-hmm. that tap dances. And she was like... Oh, yeah. And then we get to the auditions, and then I start going in for Jenny Any Dots with all these... No, 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 no. <laughs> Jenny Dots. So I started going in for Jenny Dots. And I was dying. I was actually crying laughing, texting Leslie. I was like, wait, I'm going in for the cat that I told you you should go in for. <laughs> so I remember being like an ingenue to now being like the character number in Cats on Broadway. I mean, my audition process was like, I went to like an invited call of like 100 people and danced and then I was originally going in for Rumble Teaser. Oh. So I was singing and doing Rumble Teaser and then I sang Silva before I went in for like Janene Dots. All these Did you just cats. hashtag Janene Dots? Janene Dots. She's going to become a hashtag. I'm going to make it happen. Do it. I'm really excited about this. I can't wait. So, as long as it's in your Insta story, that's all I care about. <laughs> you were the one that took off like the, the giant belt. thing, and then you're just like a flapper kind of. And yeah, yeah. yeah. So they reworked that part. That I still understood. I understood that they did a little bit. They it's reworked like, it. Yeah. It was weird because I was like, they're like, oh yeah, we're making all these changes, we're making all these changes, and it was great. And I was like, oh, this is so exciting. And like my number specifically is reorchestrated a lot, but throughout the rest of the show. It would always be like, oh, Jenny's the mom cat. So Jenny can't do this because Jenny wouldn't dance that. Because she's, mm. the, she's the mom oh. cat. So it was, you know, very like, they kept the, their, their like, Insta story to cats. I've heard tell. So they tell us. So we've heard. I've heard many different versions. There's a story to cats. So they like have thought about this of like who dances what and why they do this or why they do that character wise throughout the entire show. Okay. But you would never know. I know right. that. You would never know. I know that part. You would never know, and that's what makes it so funny. Well, when I saw your production, that night I met you afterwards, yeah. was the first time I ever saw Cats. <laughs> Were you so confused? No, because I did, there was nothing to be confused about. The production's amazing. Well, yeah, the Everyone is incredible in it. Oh my god, Every- it's amazing. And I saw I saw the night when there was three swing students swung in. And they were in- superhuman. They were incredible. Yeah. It, it was amazing. There is nothing wrong with that show except for the plot. <laughs> There's nothing wrong. Like, oh. Well it's because they try to make a story out of poems. Correct. Totally. Made Correct. for children. Absolutely. Yeah. 
but not really made for children. Right. It's just, it's almost like right. the most, like, it could be the most elegant ballet with songs. It's like a talent yeah. show with songs, like well, a ballet. Like the chorus line. The cat's yeah. version. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but they're not trying to get the line. They're trying to get line. the heavy side layer. Oh, we're trying to get the Jellicle choice. Yeah, yeah. The Jellicle ball is my fave, though. Like, when they, like, especially when the Sopranos are, like, up in the rafters, kicking their faces off, and they're like, I don't care if you have to breathe, just keep kicking. Just keep kicking. And so you're just, like, flailing the, it's, it's my favorite part. I mean, I had a good time. I had a little bit of wine. I bought a cup. Yes. A big cup. I won the lottery. It was a good night. I won the lottery, too, when I went. Oh, you did. How, I, I did. No one I know has won the lottery. I literally. Wait, it was just, oh no, I bought from the I, box office. I had wanted to go see it when Aaron was in it, and so he and just he texted me. He was like, "I'm going to be on like this day." Right. Uh, he didn't tweet it. Sorry, Cameron or Cameron McIntosh. He, <laughs> he texted me, but um, when he told me he was going, I just entered the lottery that morning and I won. Did you hear cat aids plot? No. No. Oh, Yay! Like Isabella has cat aids, so no one wants to touch her because she has cat feline aids. <laughs> I know that's. I just knew about, like, the raping thing, like, how, like, the one sister was supposed to be, like, the spring cat of last year, but then she got raped by McCavity, so then she wasn't, yeah, so then she wasn't allowed to, and then... Well, you're barely on stage, so you're hanging out backstage, it's just... You're a mom, you're a mom, she wouldn't do that, she wouldn't do that. I'm there, you just don't see me. So, how long do you hang out in the car before you come out? Ooh, okay, so I do the opening number, and then... In your, in your one, one one-e-tard. In my, (laughs) in my (laughs) one-e-tard... Unitard. Is that what they call them? In my unitard. Like one-e-tard? Janene Dots wears a one-e-tard. <laughs> <laughs> so Janene Dots does the opening number in her one-e-tard, her, like, casual wear. And then I do the name Which is not what you wear when you're, like, a flapper, like, in your big number. No, it's so like, you, ha- you have, like, a cat. You have, like, a cat costume that's not Janene Dots. Oh, yeah. So I have, but I'm still Janene Dots right. the entire show. So I have, like, Janene Dots look A. I'm lost. Yeah. Get ready. Here we go. Uh, Janene Dots. Spring fashion of Janene Dots and fall fashion of Janene Dots. Well, people think I play two different cats. Yeah, I thought that. Yeah. So you don't? I, no, I'm only They'll Janine. have the same Janine. color wheel, so I was always like, oh, maybe. So you just get real, like, like a goiter all of a sudden? Oh, like, yeah. So I get Janene Dots starts, gross, so she's like, like in her costume, mm-hmm. and then I do naming of cats, and then I go off stage, and I put on the fringe suit and the coat. And my tap shoes, and the boots, and gloves, and hat. Is the naming of cats when you do like the horror, like little kid whisper thing? The naming. Yeah, it's a difficult matter. I was like, what are they doing? Why are they, why are they doing this to me? Here's why the they- thing. It's so fun. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I have to end this cats conversation, but I'm gonna end it with. I saw it once. I have all these things to say about it. I would totally see it again. See, I mean, it's like. You would see it again. You don't really understand it. You I don't get it. I don't no, understand but it. you would see it again. Well, no. That's the phenomenon. I've yeah. never tried to understand was, it because when I was six, I was like, it's cats. Yeah, yeah. I was dancing and singing to the subway. I talked to my. I don't know how. I knew the, the songs are catchy though. But the thing so is, I knew the word. It was one of those over. things where, like, so when I saw Fiddler this past year, yeah. I've seen and heard Fiddler Different a million show. times. Oh, yeah. No, very similar. <laughs> um, so when I saw Fiddler. <laughs> Totally, I see. I knew every word to every song, oh, and I didn't remember that I knew every word. So I'm sitting in the audience, being like, "I know this whole score." Oh gosh! I went to Cats, and I'm sitting there, like, "How the no. fuck do I know this whole, whole score? score? I've never <laughs> seen it." It's true. It's true. We have a rule: no singing cats. 
backstage or in the dressing room at Cats because the first day of tech we get into our dressing room people are like and one of the girls goes no cats yeah. in the dressing room you're not it's allowed the pussy free zone this girlfriend. is no cat singing in this room does that get Carmen Cusack I'm excited to find out I don't know. <laughs> no girl power yeah, yeah. Um, so you're in Cats but based on all of your social media, you're a dog person. Oh, yeah. Tell us about your little fluffer nutter. All right. So, <laughs> I've been wanting to adopt a dog for a long time. Mm. And so, I... Did you have one growing up in Oklahoma? Three. We had three dogs my entire life. Bear, At the same time? Oh, yeah. Bear, Lulu, and Frosty. So, we had one, like, oh. Airedale Shepherd mix that was, like, 75 pounds, a standard poodle that was, like, 75 pounds, and then a toy poodle that was, like, eight. Oh, yeah. And then when I went to college, my parents got gold noodle. So we had dogs growing up, and then I moved to the city, and my sister and everyone got dogs, and I didn't have a dog. And I, you know, lived with, like, five roommates, this roommates, blah, blah, blah. So then I finally moved into a new apartment, and cats opened, and then I was like, oh, I need something in my life. So I, like, started looking to adopt a dog again. And I went to an animal shelter, and I adopted a dog for $20. What? Yes. I went to the Animal Control Center of Manhattan on the Upper East Side, and there's this little dog. Her name is Chloe. And when I went to the shelter, it was like, oh, I was, like, looking for a specific dog. The dog's name was Dumont. And I was like, oh, is That you would see on the website? Oh, yeah, that I'd see on the website. I was yeah. like, is Dumont here? In the Sarah McLaughlin commercial? Oh, yeah. And I was like, <laughs> white, fluffy dog. This is what I want. Kind of look like a doodle. I was like, but I don't have the money to spend on a doodle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, like, thousands of right, dogs. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doodles are expensive. They're so expensive. And I didn't want a puppy. So I walk in there like, oh, Dumont has issues. Like, you can't. He's not ready for adoption. So then I like, I was like, can I look around? So it's like all these pit bulls, crazy big dogs. Then I see this like muddy, like, looks like a gremlin with like super long hair dog. And I was like, oh, who's this? And they're like, oh, that's Chloe. Like so nonchalant about it. And I was like, uh, Chloe? They're like, yeah, that's Chloe. So I'm like, pick her up. I look at her. I'm like, we have to take her out. So then I like sit in her with this room for over an hour. And I'm like sobbing to my mom, sobbing to my sister. I'm like, I have to take her. I don't care how much it costs. Like, I'm going to get her. So I go check out. And they're like, sign this piece of paper. That'll be $20. I was like, excuse me? I started laughing. I literally wow. started laughing. I and was like, like, she comes with shots and like everything, oh, she right? she just yeah. been faded. Like, she's six years old. Did you turn around and be like, what else do I want? <laughs> I say my dog costs $20. Her grooming visit, because she was all matted, cost $75. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, beauty's like, beauty hurts. Beauty hurts. Like... I'm so excited and eager about, like, everything, and she's kind of, like... Mm. Did you know her the same way that they were, like, oh, it's Chloe? Oh, it's Chloe. <laughs> like, I knew nothing about her, but she's so sweet and snuggly, yeah. and, like, she's a Shih Tzu Pomeranian, but basically... Oh, adorable. She looks like a gremlin. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah she's Chloe. Okay, so... I want to talk about Dames at Sea, because it didn't run long, as you know, Um, (laughs) but Kimberly and I saw it. We did. One of the few. Because... We uh, did see it. We got the, what was it, 1936 tickets? This show was selling tickets for $19, and we still couldn't sell out a half. Um, There was a long line the day that we went to get There was. There was, yes. Um, But that line, like, didn't... Like, I mean, that realistically, was, fill up. <laughs> we realistically did a fill up the theater, yeah. and it was nineteen dollars. <laughs> and it was nineteen. And we were in the third row. That's what I mean. We had a great time. I mean, I know it wasn't your Broadway debut, but it was really. More, I mean, it was huge. For yeah, you. I mean, it I was, mean, talk a little bit about that and what it was like to open it and, and not like close it and 
I mean, we so we've had fifty percent of the cast. Oh, the that's cast now. True. We're only missing Mara, John, and Carrie, but we've had Leslie, Danny, and now. Oh Eloise. wow! It was insane, honestly, because the whole experience was basically less than six months. And you're the original cast, technically. Yes, because it had never been on Broadway. Before. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because it was at like a very small off, off, off Broadway theater. And the show was originally not intended to be a dance show. And the only reason it's oh. a famous show is because Bernadette was in it. Right. Right? Yes. But not when she was famous, right? No, no, I know, but it's more of like a, like, oh, she... Like, like a, a hallmark. A yeah. 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 It's like her first, like, thing that she did. Oh. But I mean, it was like, I auditioned for it in end of June, and the audition process for me was like three and a half, four weeks of just like... Dancing, singing, this, that, science, this, blah, blah, blah. And then once we got cast, I had to put my four-week notice in immediately for On the Town because we started rehearsals in a month. Mm. So then we started doing press events and all these things during that time while I was still out on the town. And then I went home for a couple days and then I came back. And oh, you started... mean the ridiculous commercials? Oh, yeah. Those are ridiculous. They're amazing, They're right? awesome. I mean, the press was kind of great on that. I remember them vaguely. But it's you, Leslie, and Mara. Yeah. Just like, like, random, like, oh. Just like tapping. Yeah, tapping me like, oh, don't, I love a good Broadway musical. And like, pull out, pull out, pull out. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the best. I mean, it was such a crazy thing because we did like the big like photo shoot one day. And then the next day we did the commercial for like 12 hours. Like crazy. And by the end of the day, our feet were like so swollen. Just like dying. And then we had, we only rehearsed for three weeks. And we had tech oh, wow. for like two, and then we opened previews for like four weeks, and then we opened the show, and then we closed in January. I mean, it was wow. So, so literally, it was like a six so months. Of your it life. was literally Ooh. six months of my life that I was like, <laughs> "Are we watching it?" Yeah, yeah. So many, what? So many. Also, it's when your character was blonde. Yeah. I've never seen this. That I've so is that a huge for auditions more. now? You just said that. Is that your reel? Do we watch your reel? You just Google anything that's been put up there by someone else. That's my reel. Yeah. So do you oh, think God. that booking Dames at Sea was that your actual life mimicked your character's life a little bit? I don't know. I mean, I think it was sort of. But she was from Utah. She was and from booked Utah. the show immediately, and you were from Oklahoma, and essentially booked the show immediately. A little bit, yeah. I mean. People don't know, but I moved here when I was 20. So I moved here when I was really young to do Tuck Everlasting, and then it didn't happen. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so I moved here to do that show. I told my parents that I was going to leave school, and they were like, took a lot of convincing, Mm -hmm. because I was like, I'm leaving school, I booked the show, and they were like, okay, we don't think you should, and then got agents through that, and then like had to convince them that I was responsible and old enough to do this, and then as soon as I moved here, the show was postponed. So then I was just kind of, like, living in the city, like, doing odd jobs and, like, Mm -hmm. making things happen and being like, I'm not going back to Oklahoma, but I'm going to make it here. Yeah. What was the weirdest odd job you had? Um, I 
Oh, I'm excited. I was a cold caller for like a political candidate. Uh-huh. When I first like when I first found out, I like was like, oh man, I have a great voice. I love talking to people on the phone. I'm gonna go do cold calling. So right. it was like down at the World Trade Center and I had to go there and it was at night, which was great. So then I had my days free to audition and do whatever I needed and take class and then I'd go at night and cold call. So I was you know, the first day I get there, and I think it's going to be super fun, but we're all, like, sitting at this table in the basement of some building, and they give you a script to read. But what you don't realize is when it's 6 o'clock to 10 o'clock at night, you're calling while people are, like, having dinner. So I'm, like, cold calling these people, asking them to donate money to some, like, random political, independent political candidate, candidate, and I'm, like, Calling, I'm like, hi, I'm uh, like Eloise. I'm calling for you know, blah blah blah. And people will be like yelling at me. So pretty soon, I just stopped <laughs> using the script at all because what they told you to do when they train you is don't stop, don't go off the script, just keep talking. So if they tell you that they don't want to donate, you just keep going on the script. And so I just stopped until they hang up. Is until they, they hang up, and they thought wow. that was a good idea. So one lady was like yelling at me. She was like, "This is a horrible time for you to call. Did you know this and all these things?" And I was like. I'm so sorry. Like, I was apologizing to people. So then they started hazing me. So I had to sit next to the girl who was the best cold caller of them all. And she would listen to my phone conversations and tell me what I was doing wrong. So then after that day, that went on for like two days, I called my parents. And I was like, I have to quit this job. I'm so sorry. Like, it was so bad. And you book on the town the next day. Not uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have to quit for Broadway. I just basically. have to do it off the phones on the town. Yeah. But it was good. I think, like, my... The fact that I still had such a... Randy... When Randy was casting the show, what was really important to him was the difference in the characters. And for Ruby and Dick, he wanted this innocent quality about them. This very naive quality that felt true and real and he thought that Carrie and I had that together and mm-hmm. he thought we both had this very like um exciting innocent quality about us yeah, 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 you know so I think he which I think he nailed because that's exactly what we yeah, got when we saw yeah him. and I think you know all 12 of us it, all 12 people who saw the show yeah, I mean yeah. I was talking the other day to people like cats and this is a little sad not sad I mean I'm still alive but when we were doing James last Christmas, <laughs> when we were, like, saying, like, oh, man, our houses haven't been sold, like, before the holidays started and all this stuff. And then the holidays come and cats have been, like, sold out. It's been great. And yeah. I was, like, talking about last year, I was like, yeah, imagine doing a show to 90 people in a 500-seat house. <gasps> Did that happen? That happened. So I was like, you guys... At least this year we're selling to houses that are kind of full, like, that are really full of cats. Because last year I was playing to houses that were completely empty. Yeah. Yeah. So do you feel like it's been a whirlwind in New York for you? Because of you, because of just kind of, like, Broadway to Broadway, and like, so quickly, and kind of all this is happening very quickly? Yeah, I mean... I'm going like, to say quickly again. Since I didn't... Quickly. <laughs> quickly, quickly, quickly. Since I didn't finish school, I feel like my first year here was kind of like my last... I feel like it, I'm... Every time I'm like, oh, I'm an adult, it just feels weird. Yeah, well, the lesson we've always learned on Broadway is that... On Broadway, said it is oh, um, f- finish college unless you book a Broadway show. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, please, yes. Oh, please, yes. But I do think, like, it was, it's was. it been a whirlwind. It's been fast because I was unemployed because I moved here with the show. I thought everything was, like, roses. Yeah, and yeah. then it was kind of like, oh, no, that's not going to happen. Right, right, right. And then it was like, okay, great. Oh, New York's really expensive. <laughs> I 
feel like everyone who moves here knows that, and yet you still have to move here to learn, like, oh, oh no, God, like, no. it's really well, expensive. It's funny, so I went to, so I went to Iceland a couple years ago, and everyone told me, like, listen, it's cheap to get over there, but because their economy mm. collapse is going to be very expensive, because they want you over there, and then you spend a lot of money there. And I, and I oh. saved a lot of money for it, and I got there, and I was like, this is so cheap compared to New York. <laughs> no. I was like, this is amazing. You're like fourteen dollars for a smoothie. Yeah, please. Oh. please. That's oh a discount. God. Yeah. Oh. How much for that herring? I'm in. I know it's so weird. You're like paying six dollars for, for an iced herring? coffee. Pickled fish is fine. I've never had it. It's not. It's not great. Okay. <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry about it. Uh, it's it's creamy. It's not, it's not they great. don't tell you that it's creamy. So it is creamy. It's you should always be told that something is creamy. <laughs> What's your favorite musical of all time? Gypsy. Oh, oh good one. We were talking about overtures. That overture is I'm, the best uh, overture ever. Easily. Ev- I mean, that overture will make you cry. Yeah. It will make you cry. Now, it's so good. Because of the nostalgia you have associated with it or because it's just that good on its own? Kind of cold. Uh, a little bit of both. It was one of, like, the first professional... One of, like, the semi-first professional shows I did where I, like, had a role. Mm-hmm. And... Were you Dainty June? Yes. Or ba- Dainty June, yeah. Because there's Baby June, Dainty June. Right. Did you do the mama, the mom? Yeah. yeah. Baton twirl. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cheers to a new round. Cheers. A new round! Um, ooh. Ooh. Oh. No spells. Pour me another round. <laughs> yeah, I was going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that show is, like... Just it. The book is smart. Songs yeah. are smart. Mm-hmm. It's great. What was your first Broadway show that you saw? Oh my gosh. Okay, so I had never been to New York until I was sixteen because okay. I think my mom knew. Well, my mom didn't know, but I didn't know about Broadway in New York until I was fifteen. I went to summer camp and I went to this place in New Mexico that was like Broadway theater dance workshop, like a little bit off of BTP, but like the smaller version. Okay, and. That was where I wanted to become a doctor, and this is where the people were like, oh, there's this place called Broadway, it's called New York, and it's magical, and you can go there and make money and do this for a living. And I was like, Mom, I want to go to New York, we have to go to New York. So for spring break, we went to New York, and we dragged my sister. This story is adorable. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we drag, so people, of course, I'm like, now I'm like, Mom, I don't want to be a doctor anymore, I want to go to New York, I'm going to go be on Broadway. She's like, damn it! She's like, oh, no. So we go to New York, and we're seeing, we literally, our lineup is like, we're there for spring break, and we're seeing a show at all hours of the day. Yes. We maybe just no sightseeing, no nothing. We barely ate any meals. We just saw shows. So the first show we ever saw was the Guys and Dolls Revival. Oh, with oh. Lauren Graham. With Gilmore Lauren Girls. Graham of Gilmore Girls. And it's, I think it got terrible reviews. It did. It, did. Yeah. it was I saw it. so bad. So this is my first Broadway show. So we get there. I put on my pearls. I'm wearing a nice dress. We did our hair. Like, we were those patrons in the audience. We're not wearing, like, jeans and t-shirt. Right. So no. I'm sitting there. We're in, like, the sixth row. I mean, my mom, like, made this trip unbelievable. Yes. So we're sitting there, and the show happens, and intermission comes up. And, no, we didn't say anything. We were like, okay, we got to go to the bathroom. So then the show, the second act happens. We didn't say anything. We leave the theater, and we were like, oh, my gosh, that was so great. Wow. Wow. So I was like, okay, great. So the next day we went and saw Mary Poppins as the matinee, which Mary Poppins is so magical. Wonderful. We were in like... The house is ridiculous. Oh, it's so beautiful at that theater. So then we leave the theater and we were like, show last night was so bad. (laughs) This is Broadway. Like, this is it. Never mind. Oh, yeah. We 
that we couldn't say anything about the show before because I was a little disappointed. And me as like my first time in New York, I was like, no, it's really good. This is Broadway. Like it was I it was great. And then the next night we were like, uh uh-uh, uh, bad. And then yeah. we saw like the West Side Story. Like we saw like all these other great shows. So. The West Side Story was excellent. It, it was, was excellent. Really we saw it in previews though, so it still had a lot of the Spanish in it. Our first preview was a freaking rock concert. I mean, it was the best audience we've ever had. It was like devoted fans of cats. Just was so happy to have it back. So happy like, to have it back. Like heroin addicts ready to reinject. Oh it. yeah, and then the next day, people were like, "How long have you been in the show for?" Yeah, like thinking it never closed. Right, right. Oh, that's so funny. Oh yeah, we have people who ask that still. A lot of people now have been telling me they go see cats because there's not a dance show on Broadway. So when they want to see a dance show, they go see cats. So interesting. And yeah. You talk about a dance show. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. So people go clearly to see cats because they know there's a lot of dancing in there. Interesting. Yeah. That's a really interesting. I never thought of that. So that's what I've been hearing. I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Or people go because their parents' parents saw it. You know what I mean? It was, it's been yeah. forever. People know it. Cool. Let's play a game. Yeah, let's play a game. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. <gasps> Should I be scared? <coughs> no. <laughs> hey! So since we're back in my apartment, I again have the mystery question box. Let's take a picture of the mystery question box. So you would pick randomly (laughs) from the games in the box. Plot points. Plot points. Plot points. Did we do... Oh, we didn't do what we've seen this week. (laughs) Did we see anything? I don't think we saw anything. It's been Christmas. So... We are haven't seen it yet. We're gonna insert our Candide review now. Hi, it's Brian, Kevin, and Kimberly from the future. From the What's future. Up? Yeah, so we saw Candide. <laughs> what have you seen this week? What have you seen this week? We saw Candide. <laughs> we saw Candide. We did. So, what do you guys think? I thought it was really, really fun. I had a great time. Um, I've actually never seen an opera in New York City before, so it was my first experience. Oh, and I'm really glad I got to see it with the New York City Opera. Um, and it was great to kind of splice it in with some musical theater, so you got like a little bit of both. And I think that's what everybody gets when they go to see Candide, is you see some of the like, musical theater genius of Chip Zine and J. Armstrong Johnson, who's wonderful in the show, for yeah. another show. He's oh, yeah. Um, so he's very and you cool. also see some of the opera side, like with Megan Chano, who is also absolutely ravishing in this show. Yeah. Um, and some of the, uh, the guy who played her brother was fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's just a really great mixture, like they said, of like, Different sounds and different all places. The all the Hogwarts houses. Or not all, like all the wizards. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was exactly like that. Like you kind of see them at like, oh, the singers are sitting over there, but the dancers are a dancing. And like, yeah, um, I really liked how they use that juxtaposition sometimes. Of yeah, just absolutely. like, now they're all one cohesive unit, but at some points it was like, these are the opera people who are singing over here. And like, 
cut them. Totally. Yeah. And it's interesting because I had never seen Candide before. I had not either. So, And I'd only been in it. So you saw it for the first time. It was really interesting to see the old lady played by an actual old person lady. of age. <laughs> person of age. Um, <laughs> Instead of a 22-year-old. <laughs> yeah. So having seen, you know, Hamilton and Dear Evan Hansen and all these newer musicals with, you know, um, it was nice to see something that was almost like a snapshot of a moment in time. Agreed. Totally, because it was very much, not an exact replica, but like, it was most of the stuff that happened in 1982. Yeah. And it was Hal Prince coming back to do it and a lot of the original creative staff. Mm-hmm. Um, and did you guys then, like, look up New York City Opera? Because in all of the reviews, it mentions that it went bankrupt in 2013, and mm-hmm. this is their comeback season. Oh. And so it's so interesting. Like, their comeback season is one of their biggest hits was Candide in 82. So I think a lot of why they chose to do it very almost dead on to the 82 production it's just like, hey, remember that we were really good? Mm-hmm. And I I think they nailed it. Yeah. Also, I've never been in that theater before. Yeah, the Rose and Theater. And it is beautiful. I'll yeah. see anything they do. I thought that Megan and Jay did a great job of carrying the show. Oh, 100%. Oh, yeah. I think that they had the really great balance of the acting chops yes. as well as the vocals. So you you were always invested in the characters because it's a very, like... I mean, the whole show is them going like from place yeah. to place to place to place, and that can drag if you're not invested in totally. in the characters. And it makes it a lot harder for those actors to create connections with the audience because you feel like they're only there as just like pawns yeah. to go from location to location. And since it's satire, there's also that moment of like a lot of what they're doing is tongue in cheek. Totally. Yeah. And so to get some real emotion out of it. Like, when Jay goes into the audience, like, that's a laugh, but that is yeah. a heartbreak of a song. Oh, so yeah. So, balancing, like, I need to be really sad so that I get that laugh. Yeah. For being so sad. Absolutely. Yeah, he nailed it. And the, the set was wonderful. The orchestra sounded fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yep, 100%. Those ponies ponying up top was Brian's favorite Oh, my gosh. The ponies. <laughs> the ponies. People dressed as ponies ponying, and I was locked in. <laughs> And I didn't, I didn't realize you that the, uh, the, oh, yeah. the conductor was Hal Prince's oh. son. Yeah. I didn't either. That's so cool. That is really cool to kind of see that all pulled, back, pulled together. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, thumbs up, everyone? Thumbs up. Definitely yeah. make thumbs sure you see up. it. Yeah, it's just something a little bit different to yeah. see. Yeah. And it's what, five more shows? Uh, they close on Sunday, January 15th. And for anybody who's never thought about going to see an opera in New York but has been hesitant because you like the, the stigma of it being an opera yeah. and something that's not as tangible that you can like really get a to- like get into, definitely go see Candide because I think it brings in that thing you love about theater and that new element of opera mm-hmm. to kind of like elevate it and take it to a different place for and you. It's- in that beautiful theater that is smaller than you think it's going to be. Mm-hmm. So don't be afraid of those cheap seats in the back because they're not that far back. No, not at all. Not at all. So even if it's 20 bucks, go it's see It's an experience no matter what. So go see Candide. Yeah. Yes. I'm going to send it back to you, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Brian. And we're back. Brought out the Thanks, lights Elise. of Broadway show cards. What's that, Broadway? Janene Dots. Janene Dots. I can't believe you said Dots is going to play this game. Right, Janene Dots is going to get sassy. <laughs> this is exciting. So now I, have to see, now I have to see it again. Yeah, because yes. you're going to see Janene Dots when you come next time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Gen- because Jenny Please Annie tell me to tell all the fellow cats that you're Oh, I'm going to. But Jenny Annie Dots is a little bit like Julia Child because she has a little. <laughs> ooh, 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 like, oh, pound cake overboard. Pound Oh, <laughs> like I do these like 
one time that my girl came up to me and she was like, her name's Max and she's so nice and she was like, um, I was like, I know. When I get tired, <laughs> for some reason, I turn into Julia Child. So I'm like trying to motivate myself and I'm like, oh no, the kittens! Oh! She was like, yeah, I just turned your mic off. I was like, okay, great. <laughs> okay, plot points. Cat style. So just think of a melody in your head right now for okay. cats. And then, no, one at a time, cool. you're going to... <laughs> I, was like, I was like, a person's a person, no matter how small. I mean, you're going to pick a Lights of Broadway show card from my bowl, okay. from Home Goods. And then you're going to introduce that card through whatever melody you have it's chosen from Cats. You can introduce oh. a show or something from Cats. Okay. Like, okay. with the melody. Should I do one, too? Mm-hmm. So I have to introduce the person. Without saying the name. Okay. I have a good one. Without saying the name of the person, correct? Yes. And, and then when it, if it, like, gets to the chorus or something, then maybe you... Someone's going to go first. Can I go first? Yeah. Yes. Kevin goes first. It is not a rare card, not a rare card, it's not a rare card. Michael Bennett. Yes. Not a rare card. Brian, you got a good one? Yeah, sure. It is me, not Sandra D. I started a musical company. I followed in the cabaret and then was in that movie based on a Steve Martin movie. Wait, wait, the jerk? No, it was the Brandon played Peters? the preacher. He Brandon? played the preacher in that movie. I forget what it was called. Oh, 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 oh Ralph Sparza. Yeah, oh. and he was doing Leap of Faith. Leap of Faith was a Steve Martin movie. Yeah, right. Yes. Steve oh, Martin starred yeah. in the movie Leap yes. of Faith. It was Ralph Sparza. It was nominated for best musical. That was really good. All right, who's next? Um, I'll go. I'm a little okay. scared. Hello, he's crop. Hello, he's. <laughs> I was in the show called Rent. As and Pascal. I, yes. But what I love about that is that you clearly were imitating his singing style. Uh, duh. Duh. <laughs> that really? That was really funny. Do I have to make you guess the name because his name fits really well into what I want to say? No. Just make it as clever as you okay. want. I'm all about the clever. Surprise, surprise. The Andrew Keenan Vulture is a social media king. <laughs> <laughs> That was the role that I saw Aaron go on for, right? Ron John Tucker? No. 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 He no, Aaron did. He was the railway one. Yeah, oh, but that's Ron John Tucker. Skimble So, Kimberly, are you, did you just, like, lose it because you got to sing Cats with someone in Cats? Six-year-old means dying. <laughs> Should we do another round? another game? Yeah. Let's do another round. Another round of that. That was fun. A Lloyd Webber introduction. Is it his, like, my dream show? Is, that your, is it your really Technicolor fun. dream show? I mean, I want to be... <laughs> I want to be a wife in Joseph. Not a narrator? No. I want to be the oh. a wife in Joseph <laughs> so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Only because I want to be a wife so that then I can do every number, then I can be a sheep and do the ba-ba-bas, and then I can be in the one more angel in heaven, and then you can be in Go, 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 Joseph, and then you can be in the mega mix at the end, which is the best mega mix that's ever happened. So we had a mega mix-off. Ever! We had a mega mix-off. <laughs> After we saw On Your Feet, and the mega mix was stuck in our head for oh. days. So would you say that the mega mix of Joseph? Joseph 
trumps the mega mix of High School Musical, trumps the mega mix of On Your Feet, and Mamma Mia. Okay, I haven't seen On Your Feet, so I can't I can't say about that one. You get On Your Feet. But I get it. I get it. Mamma Mia is pretty good. I don't know. Joseph, though, I mean, it was like the end of that where they're all like, go, 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 Sean A. Turn and go, 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 go. <laughs> like, living their dreams in all white. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing better than that. There's nothing better than that to me. To those songs. I have to agree. It's, it's just, I mean, it's pretty great. I mean, they made... See, but it's... it's but High School Musical's Mega Mix is so, so good. So good. I watched most of those movies oh, because yeah. of my sister. Yeah. I watched it because of me. I'll be, just be I honest. was going to say, I probably just watched <laughs> it because of like, me I and my sister. sister. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, because I've seen all the Mary Kane Ashley movies oh, yes. because of my sister. Holiday in the Sun. Yeah, yeah, and like Billboard Dad and all oh, that stuff. Billboard Dad. Like, I know them by Why do we talk about the Olsen Twin movies so much? Do we really? Yeah. Olsen and Olsen Mystery do, do, can, Will you sing the song with me? I don't remember if I remember it. Which one? Wait. Who you stole with the great Pope diamond? diamond? What killed the dinosaurs? Who makes the finest pizza? What's in your brother's dresser drawers? Mysteries of life. Screaming to We do so much. For sale. Only 50 cents. Bum, bum, bum. Brother for sale. It's not a big expense. That was my You can love him. You can hug him. You can buy or rent. Brother for sale. Only 50 cents. Cheers. That's my next audition song. What is your go-to song? Because, like, you have a book, but you only have two songs. Um, my go-to song still is Gimme Gimme or Broadway from Gypsy, or if I need to sing, like, a ballad, I'll give you How Are Things with Gokamora. Kimberly, what was yours? Um, I would sing Mr. Snow from Carousel. Uh-huh. Oh, I love that Or song. if they asked for a pop song, I Ooh. had a random country song that I felt fit the bill enough, Ooh. which was Leave the Pieces by the Wreckers. Yes. Pop songs are hard. The last pop song I sang was Ribbon in the Sky by Stevie Wonder for the Flashdance, the musical oh, yeah. auditions. Yeah. And I tore it out of my book as I walked out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> I literally ended totally the song. Done that. I've oh, I ended like, the song. Nope. And right. I said, sorry. And I started walking out. And they go, oh, no, no, no. You still need to read sides. And I said, you still want to hear me read after that? It you was said like, that to them? Oh, yeah. Because it was like, for your love, your love. Like, just flat. Just so flat. I couldn't even breathe. I was like, oh, God. Oh, God. Kev, what was your go-to book? Um, I used to sing Proud of Your Boy a lot, um, which was, like, not a good, like, type choice for me. Uh-huh. But then it, like, made me seem like the gentle, sweet giant. And people were like, aw. Oh, and I actually got books from okay. a lot of that because yeah, yeah. they were like, I got booked as a lot of, like, the sweet friend sidekick. Like, yeah. the, to go, like, the big, doofy one next to the lead. Because I was sing Proud of Your Boy. So my book numbers, before we put, but actually get to the second round of this game... I used to sing Today You Are a Man from The Wedding Singer. Mm, okay. Yes. Of course you did. Yeah, it was a good one. And it was a great yes. 32 and 16 bar cut. That's, That's good. good. Role appropriate, I would sing Be Like the Bluebird. That's great. Would, yep. I don't 
don't know. When I go on audition, I instantly become the Tin Man. I'm like the worst. You know, I'm very stiff. I can don't move. You I do? feel like, oh yes. But as a dancer, you find oh, that. Well, especially when you're singing, you're like right because you just lock up. Yeah, you're like I can't move my arms. It's finally recently where I've been like, oh, my arms actually can move outside of my body. Interesting. And I can be a human. I have to believe maybe one of the reasons why I get cast is because I sweat. Like a whore in church during dance calls and auditions. So by the time I get to the point where people are actually looking at me and meeting me, they're like, "That bitch is working." She is working <laughs> her ass off because her face is red, her hair is not good looking. She like, wants it. She does not look good. She's working hard. She needs this. She needs this. Yeah. That's what they think. They think that in their brains. Girl where, can't pay rent. Where it's like... And you're calling your parents like, thanks for the sweat glands. I mean, like, my metabolism is just real fast. So, that, like, I am always sweating. Have we gotten to the bottom of how you book three Broadway shows? The sweat. Great. The sweat. Let's play a game. Okay. <laughs> All right, what's next game? All right, we're doing just any Lloyd Webber tune. Any Lloyd Webber tune. Okay. Yeah. She eats ice cream, was in Gypsy. Benati. Yes. <laughs> what was that song? Evita. Oh. I of you. Yeah. Okay. I was in a show that was disastrous. I can Krita. play the piano, so but I don't really see. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's never come on the show. Uh, um, we love it. I close my eyes, listen to the Barry. He made me hear what was wealthily. I close my eyes. Yeah. This is Joseph. Right. Yeah. Listen to the Barry Tanner. He's a very tenor. He's a very tenor. And the people call him. A ragtime star. Oh, Brian oh, Stokes Mitchell. Brian yeah. Because <laughs> he was wealthily in Padua. Yes. Oh. Uh, and this show has lots of drunk kid. No. This show our has show. lots of kids and a drunk teacher. Oh, oh school of <laughs> Do you want to answer that on your phone? Sure. Yeah. Hello? What are you doing? <laughs> Wait, can I call you back later? I'm doing a podcast. Yeah, yes. <laughs> okay, I'll call you back in a minute. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Was she drunk or excited? Just excited. Oh, good. She's pregnant. She can't drink. My bridal shower is next week. We just submitted the guest list to our calligrapher. Oh, cute. Oh, we got show. I can send my thing in. I'm going. What thing? I already speak key thing, but I'm going. To my wedding? Yeah. You haven't gotten an invitation yet. Oh, yeah. Right. You I only... <laughs> 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 well, because you just said you submitted the guest list, and I was like, shit, I didn't no, send for her, thing for her. To the calligrapher. Our friend Joanna is... I thought I was getting something calligraphied. <laughs> calligraphied. Your invitation. <laughs> I am always that person who doesn't send things back, but like people are just like, Kevin's coming. Great. So I'm pulling. (laughs) Where the heck am I? I? (laughs) We haven't played this since Hannah Ellis. We haven't played this in a very long time. Where the heck am I? Where the heck am I? Because it is tricky. It has become where slash who the heck am I? Okay. Because there are a lot of places. I haven't looked at this since (laughs) December. Apologies. 
if I threw any holiday things in. Let's do it. Great. Let's do it. Christmas is just still up. We're good. Wait, can we explain it? Oh, yes. So. Oh, right. <laughs> We're like, screw you, Eloise. Let's play. We all just yell, brother. Come on. <laughs> so I have a playlist in front of me that I haven't okay. looked at in quite some time now. I'm going to describe either where or who I am. Okay. It is a song. The first person to sing a line from the song you think I'm describing gets a point. Got it. Great. Keep trying to do your you own understand? score. I've been drinking. Can you give an example? Yes, give an example. Sure. An example would be, I am in Bright Star. And Asheville. I... Yes. When, when you, you get, get to Asheville, right so me. The song it, is like a location. Okay. Come on now to you. Great. I love that song. Ready? I'm going to start at the beginning I again. I cried a lot during that show. Did you see it? I cried a whole lot during that show. I cried a lot. We... I also am in love with Paul Nolan. Yes. Yeah. I've been listening to Daddy Long Legs on repeat. Saw him Jesus and Jesus Christ. So good. Wait, but like, that could be... Sexy Jesus. I mean... I know. I was like in the first row because I had won the lottery and I was like, Jesus! <laughs> I could not. I left the show and I was like, and then I heard he was in Chicago and I was like texting my friend. I was like, oh yeah, <gasps> like legit rock me sexy Jesus. Oh like, man, yes. what is Mary? That was, what was that movie? Rock um, me, rock me, rock me, sexy Jesus. I got it. Jesus. Hamlet two. Yes. Yeah. With that, with Sean Astin, the most beautiful person ever. No, 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 no Skyler. <laughs> Samwise Gamgee. <laughs> Who the heck am I? Oh, God. Sing it. Great. Okay. I haven't listened in a while. Okay. (laughs) Oh, God. I live at the North Pole. Santa Claus. It's going to walk down. You better not cry. Santa Claus. Elf. The musical. I need no any songs from it. Buddy the Elf. It's a story of us. This is a story of us. I don't know. Buddy. The elf. The elf. The elf. I don't know. Buddy. What's the opening number? Zompity donk donks. <laughs> I'm not sure. Happy, jolly, sparkle, jingly. Okay, next. Ooh, good one. It takes a bit of pixie dust to get there. <gasps> I know I'm a Neverland. place where dreams are born. Thank you, Brian. Aww. I pulled Santa's sleigh. And reindeer. reindeer. Thank you. Oh. I have a blue dress and brown hair. Monica Lewinsky. Cinderella. And I've been walking through my town smelling all the delicious breads. And but, 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 with his hair like always. I said sleigh. like always. Can we do an episode where all we do is like sing? Yeah. We are in an ocean. The Little Mermaid. And, and oh. Down here, the seaweed's greener. Up up on the old oh. girl. Oh. Oh. I was going to say, he's a big mistake. New song. Okay. Also about water. Okay. But about a smaller body of water. And about America before there were Americans. <laughs> Just around the river bend. <laughs> Once more. Just around the river bend. Oh, where Eloise is from? Oh, 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 comes rolling down the plane. A town in England where Manchester, England, England. Oh, good oh, one. That's good. In Camelot. 
It was it, it was featured in the Gilmore Girls. Oh. Megan Max at the end of the Gilmore Girls musical. Oh, no. Also in the end of the Mamma Mia musical. Um, I think there was like a battle there or something. Liverpool? No, but like a similar weird kind of name. Waterloo, baby. Yeah, Waterloo. Oh, wait. Second to last. Yes. Um, it is the morning time. And oh, what I'm a beautiful. Southern state. Morning low. Uh, it's Good morning, Baltimore. One more. One more. One more. I am in. Whoever gets this one wins everything. Yes. I have a friend who is blue. I am in the Blue's Middle Clues. East. I am about to take a girl on a magic carpet ride. I Why? can show you, you the know. world. But I'm pretending to be this. <laughs> what are these? Where'd what you get these food? cookies? Oh, are you in this? Oh, but also like... Okay, pass the Vanity Fair. Take them now. Pass the Vanity Fair one you just saw. Are you in this? Oh, yes. On the tongue. No, so not fun. in that. And then the cookies are just for everyone who wants a cookie. I was like the 10... I was the 10,000th understudy to Elizabeth Stanley. <laughs> Did you ever go on? Wait. There's a story. So, Elizabeth Stanley... You so, Elizabeth right. Stanley never called out. Ever. So we opened on the town in like September. Oh, you were covered? And I covered Elizabeth Stanley, which I was like, this is not okay because Elizabeth Stanley, A, like, I'm just a little young for Claire. So when I signed the contract, I was like, great, I'm the 9,000th understudy. I'm never going to go on. This is okay. Don't worry about it. Right. So come January, I like went home for my brother, my sister's wedding. I like came back. I had a rehearsal and they were like... So Holly, they were the first covers out of town. Elizabeth hasn't called out yet. She's not gonna call out. It's fine. Like, don't worry about it. And I was like, great. I get a call at eleven thirty in the morning the next day. That's like, hey, Elizabeth's out. She's sick. So you're gonna be on for the matinee today and probably the night show. So I start sobbing tears. Because I don't know the show. Right. I don't know the show. Like, because we had a group understudy rehearsal that I joined wow. and went to, and that was it. So it's like literal actor's nightmare. Literally the actor's nightmare. So I go uptown to grab my script. I go downtown to the theater. They fit me for shoes that they had just bought. They tailor the costume to fit me. Is that they, bad to dance in shoes that were just bought? Is that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. New things. So I'm like doing all these things. So you're bleeding. So I'm literally bleeding all over the runway stage. I'm sobbing. I like call my voice teacher. I'm like, "Ah, going out for a party. I've only had one music rehearsal for. Like literally don't know anything. I'm like just trying to make it through. The dance captain is following me around the stage. Terrifying. You're like, this doesn't happen on Broadway. This doesn't happen on Broadway at all. But it did. And I did three shows. Three? I did the entire weekend. I did the matinee the night and then I did the next day. Wow. And I think the only person who was more upset than me was my mother. Because when I called her sobbing, I was like, oh, I'm going on with Elizabeth Stanley. So is your mom sad because she didn't see it? And my mom was so upset because she was like, I'm going to fly out. I'm going to go. I'm going to see you. And then I was like, I'm not going to be on tomorrow. Like, it's the 100th show. Oh, so she... Elizabeth's going to be back for the 100th show, Mom. Like, I'm not going to be on. Like, I do not even worry about it. So I was like, uh-uh, not happening. Never. 
So the next day, I get the call, and they're like, Elizabeth's still out. You're going on for the 100th oh, no. show. So your mom oh, could have flown out to see So it. my mom could have flown out to see it, and she did it. <laughs> did you tell her? She was so upset. She was <laughs> like, oh, I'm home. My dad called me. He was like, you know the only person who's very upset, more upset than you that you're actually on, is your mother. Because yeah. she so wanted to be everything. there. I ruined everything. So they say your whole family just cried the whole weekend you went on for a lead on Broadway. Yeah. So... We want to thank Eloise. Thank you so much for coming and hanging out with us. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I'm here. Cheers. (laughs) You tell her I'm empty now. We end every episode with a quote. Yes. And tonight it's pay before we start the gypsy. I'm guaranteed to tear your soul apart. Acid Queen Tommy. But don't forget to follow Eloise on at Eloise Krupp. Two P's. Twitter and Instagram. Her Instagram story is always uh, a treat, a, del- a delicious Real. treat. I'm sorry about it. It's it's Chloe. It's uh, upsetting it's most days. It's Chloe. It's, Chloe. it's Chloe's fault. I'd also like to say, don't forget to follow us, Broadwasted, on at Broadwasted on all social media. All. And all. Except Snapchat, mm. just follow me. Right, right, just follow Kimberly Cooper. <laughs> so, to end it all, we end every episode with the same thing. <laughs> Cheers. Zutua Bomb. Well, thanks, guys. Um, listen to us next week, too. <laughs> <laughs> Hi y'all, this is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Gapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.